What's going on? Well, I have a I have a weird religion ambush session for you. <laughs> Those are the best kinds. Yeah, usually you're the one who I who have I've does that you. for me. I've ambushed you about eight times. Yes, and over so the I years. I felt like I owed you. You're right. And I saw something, and normally I would just text it to you for like a, a quick text laugh. Yeah. But this seemed too good. We, we just had I just had to share it. Okay. With so you. okay. So um, yeah. yeah. I I. I I love the ambush thing because it's like, I think there's, you can rehearse something, you can mm-hmm. do scripted things, mm-hmm. but there's no reaction, like a real reaction in I, life, you know? I wanted a pure Dr. Brian Doak response to, yep. it's only 20 seconds long, but okay. it does, it does require just a tiny bit of setup. Okay. Do you know who Lil Nas X is? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. He's, he's, a, he's a controversial um, hip hop, R and B, multi genre, multi genre artist. artist. Yes. yes, he was. He was the one who did the stuff with the Satan's blood in the Montero the shoes. Call me by your name. Yes, yep. yes. Okay, got it. So, but before that, mm-hmm. if you remember, he was quite notable for a song that went to the top of country charts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The riding on my horse thing. Old Town Road. Okay, Old Town so, Road. Okay. Yep. So, oh, can I say this one thing about Lil Nas X before he did music? He, he kind of grew to like Twitter fame by being like a super fan of like just different like boutique like things. Oh, like really? He was like a big, like he would, he was kind of like a, not a troll really, but somebody who's like all over the place on like pop culture stuff. Oh, on I Twitter love that. Like, so. It makes me like him even yeah, more. Yeah. If, if someone would look him up in like his pre-career before the music stuff, it would be, you'd get a better explanation of what I'm saying. But he, he had a little bit of a history like on social media as being oh. a provocateur basically. He also did a really fun recent cover of Jolene by Dolly Parton, who's one oh. of my favorite artists ever. So yeah. Okay. So, but this yeah. is mm-hmm. going to... This is going to shock you here. Are so you ready? I'm, I'm ready. Okay. And weirdos, we're going to post, I'll post this social media phenomena along with, um, so you can watch it with us, but are you ready? Can you see my phone? Uh, yes, I can see your okay. phone, but we'll, we'll all hear it. Ooh, I recognize that face. You do. So okay. that's, that is. Tell me who it is. That's his, is, I want to say Stephen Furtick. Stephen Furtick. He is the pastor and a musician of this thing called Elevation Church. Mega church of the moment. I know this because I was, I got down this rabbit hole and I didn't understand. I heard this thing from an article you wrote. Oh yeah. I'm about, all about, about how worship songs now have like a, like. You, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So, and yeah. I, and I ended up listening to some Elevation music and Maverick City, which I had never heard any of this stuff before. Yeah, yeah. They're huge. And I was like, yeah, I get why it's so popular. It's super good. It's fun to listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like makes your church into a concert hall but that's the guy okay. on the screen okay. That guy. okay are you ready 20 I'm, seconds i'm ready and i and i just want to watch you watch it all right that's why they had to take the uh old town road off of the uh, billboard charts on country music because it was too Uh-oh. different <laughs> they couldn't they couldn't find a category for it and they said it's not country enough but it's not rap enough and we don't know what it is it's we- different <laughs> That's why they crucified Jesus. <laughs> oh no! That's no! That's it. That's oh, it. That was. That's it. That was your my, face. That was. That was one of my. That was one of my favorite moments. Um, I, I give you our new weird religion applause track for that. I'm gonna give you a second one for that. Your face. Your face. I'm when give I you a saw it, one. I was like, "That was good." This is a treasure that I just want to watch. 
weird that religion was, that listeners. was really good that was brian's really good. face was like what's he gonna do what's he gonna do what's he gonna do and then what a payoff right you caught me there because i thought the joke was just him kind of getting a little <laughs> melodramatic about how people wouldn't accept it because it was different because a furtick people did accept it it was like the <laughs> it biggest was like a huge it was hit. the biggest hit of all time well but but he was actually making a pretty decent point about because billboard famously like took it off the country charts and so billy ray oh, cyrus recorded like a little hook to go on it, go with it so that it could go on the country charts. And then of course, it, then it brought up huge questions about race and ethnicity and right. and like the genre of, of country music and why doesn't hip hop belong on there and yep. blah, blah, blah. Okay. But the great turn. I just, <laughs> here is a slightly more coherent analysis of this please, that I have. Please, please. Tell me your thoughts. I've had like 24 hours to think about it. So you go. The, th the thing I'm connecting this with in my mind mm -hmm. is how I just saw a headline in the news the other day about how somebody's in hot water right now for comparing vaccine vaccine mandates to the Holocaust. Oh, gosh, yeah. Ugh. And, um... Yeah, I have, like, a I, visceral bleh, response so to that, I, as many people do. So, I, I thought to myself, why are people doing this kind of stuff? And why is Furtick comparing... <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so... Here's what I thought. I thought to myself, I'm connecting this also with something, just a common thing I heard someone say the other day mm -hmm. on some interview. Like, yeah, you know, these days, it's just getting really tough to get people's attention because there's oh, so right. much, there's just so much content. Here we are putting content out for no reason. Okay. <laughs> so it's so tough to get people's attention. It's it's almost like there's an arm, there's an there's a rapidly spiraling, escalating arms race of pr of provocation in the world right now. Oh, right. And mm -hmm. and obviously a mega church pastor is going to be at the tip of the spear of that type of thing because they have to keep people in the game. And so I'm not saying that what he did was egregious in the sense of the vaccination and Holocaust comparison because, you know, what isn't like the Holocaust? <laughs> that is that one is so bad. Uh, that one. But yeah. But he's he's doing something that pastors, in a way, even though that was particularly hilarious and inappropriate, <laughs> he's doing something I think we can both recognize that pastors do all the time, right? Oh, well. Which is he's he's using something to just make an outlandish comparison that will stick in your brain. To get, oh, to well, get you I have not forgotten it. Yeah. And, you know. I will never well, forget. <laughs> well, okay. So I've had I've had this kind of like floating around in my brain for the last day. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that, so, so there, so I was trying to figure out like, okay, what is he saying with this? Yeah. I, I think he's saying. Yeah. First off, I have to say, because this has kind of gone off on Twitter and people are, are ridiculing Furtick, but I'm like, hold up though. Okay. He's one of the best in the biz in terms mm. of just skill level. Mm. And part of me, when I watched that, I was like, I want to watch the whole thing because I bet you he pulled something off there where it was like you had kind of an emotional, like you, mean, you went on after, an emotional after, journey. After where we stopped. He yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you yeah. know, I mean, he's like one of the best as, as a practice of revivalism where yeah. you kind of like work a crowd up emotionally yeah. and yeah. then you lead them through this yes, kind of experience. Absolutely. I guarantee absolutely. he pulled it off. Uh, just because I've seen his skill and I, mm -hmm. I can appreciate that. Um, but I was like, trying to figure out, okay, so what is he actually saying? He's saying people didn't get Lil Nas X and they didn't get Jesus. Okay. They didn't, that, they didn't get And then it. he's like, and that's why they crucified him. Right. <laughs> but, okay, but, so I was like, okay, okay, okay. I'm kind of back where I started now somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the other thing I thought of, so that's one level. All right. The other... 
think take thought, me there. Take me this there. This is what I was thinking. I was thinking about because Lil Nas X has challenged so many different categories in mm. our culture, not just musical, like race, ethnicity, gender, sexuality. Like yeah, yeah. Like a really extraordinary artist does that, right? Sure. A provocateur does that, right? And so, so one of the things that I was thinking about was I was like, has Furtick read Judith Butler? Because Judith Butler talks a lot about gender performativity and categories of analysis, and weirdly, I mm-hmm. think he's going to go there. And then, it, and then it, it didn't just ever it it didn't like that plane. The plane didn't land. He didn't. He's not read Judith Butler. Actually. I don't think so. <laughs> As it turns out, and Judith Butler is the one who is famous for basically saying we're not really like like a woman isn't born a woman. You perform womanhood or woman yeah, femaleness or something. Yeah, like Judith Butler talks about gender as performative, mm-hmm. and so. Um, as as a as an accumulation of certain kinds of accent signals and and cultural norms and mm-hmm. taste. Do, do and your hair blah, this blah, blah. way. Wear this. Yeah, that talk this way. Appear to be um, everlasting, longstanding, but are in fact culturally yeah. coded. And I think you know, right. uh, and has been enormously influential right. in many right. humanities right. Uh, fields. So 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 Furtick has not read Judith Butler. No. Let's just say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But you know, but maybe he has. That's but right. probably, probably, probably. But he can read a room. He can read a room. And I Absolutely. wonder, like, what did his audience? They were with him. You can hear him in the background, and they're like, "Yep, yep." They yep. didn't. Get oh no, I heard them. I heard, I heard them talking. Yep, yep. That's right. <laughs> they didn't get him. That's exactly right. Yep. They did. They didn't get Jesus. They did not. They didn't get him. So it's uh, yeah. That's wow. I'm 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 interested in this guy, this Furtick dude, in a new way now. Yeah. Um, I'm not there yet. I don't follow him like you do, but that's not my world. But it, but it, but it could be because I th- I've seen this guy on Twitter and so on recently getting oh, yeah. getting in some hot water. You know, he originally came to my attention because he had this kind of controversy about baptism. So he's a Southern Baptist, yeah. and he had he was doing this thing, which is a classic practice in a certain kind of revivalism, where you um, prime the pump for an altar call or a baptism call, right. and so he would invite people come right. to come down to get baptized, and then. Yep. Um, plants in the audience would come forward yeah, and not yes. get baptized. They just kind of like walk nice. off stage. Oh, because you don't want you don't want to offer a cold call and nobody comes up. Exactly. Then That's you the look ridiculous, yep. you know. Yep. And and then also like you know people get really nervous and if they see somebody else coming up. Sure, so he absolutely. got huge. Like it was a huge um, yes. controversy. Yes. But I showed a little clip of it in a class that I was teaching on American religion. It was really, really? funny. Yeah, because. Even though I, this was to a really cynical group of doctoral students, and oh. they were like, I could tell they weren't going to be. They were they were defensive, you know. Their their guard was up when when yeah. I started playing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you, this guy is so good at what he does that by the end, one of the students was like getting up and like fake pretending like he was going to go get baptized because it was he was so he, moved. he was that into it. <laughs> yeah. And did that carry them through then the knowledge, as you then must have pointed out, that in fact. Some of the people going up there to get baptized actually were not. They all knew about it because it was kind of like you told them beforehand. Big thing. Yeah, no, yeah. it was like a big news they thing at knew. the time. Yeah, I saw that he gotten into trouble with a tweet recently, um, which I could easily look up, and I just Ooh. I'm not. Where he said something like, "In fact, I'm just going to pause here." Uh, old Town Road. Oops! I accidentally <laughs> played a piece of it. I was going to. Infertic. Oh, here it is. I found it. I found it. I found it. Okay. Here, here, here was the tweet. This was a few weeks ago. In 2021, okay. must, must have been in November, I think, or October. He said, quote, following Jesus doesn't change you into something else. It reveals who you've been all along. Oh, interesting. What would it be like to see the you 
that God sees. So what do you think was controversial about that? I would guess that he got, I would guess that his biggest critics would be like the hyper-reformed folks who think that the human condition is warm-like and that he was saying something like some therapeutic mumbo-jumbo Some therapeutic mumbo-jumbo that it was the real you in there and Jesus just had to reveal the real you. Well, you know what the point- Quakers would be here for it. Well, you know what the point in there though is Genesis 126, people, man and male and female created in the image Image of of God. God. That was the first thing I thought It could be an image of God thing. Um, but I see the therapeutic thing that would that would make people feel um, yeah well not, not happy. About <laughs> well, that. if you're in Baptist circles too, I feel like the reform wing is 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 mighty and quite vocal. Mm-hmm. So is that what happened? I didn't even I, yeah you, no that's exactly right. Okay, that's exactly. <laughs> I, like, I read a little bit about it. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what happened. I have this weird sort of I I don't know if it's admiration, but I I think more like appreciation. For even people like Furtick, who's who's quite, um, I would say he's quite outlandish in a lot of ways, just the way he dresses and the way he acts yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But I still am like, you know, to put yourself out there again and again and again, and just to kind of, I mean, I don't know, it takes a kind of toughness that I, I don't, I don't think I have. Could you be like a big celebrity that's always putting like hot takes on Twitter and then getting hammered for? It? I think I could do it one time and okay. then after one time I'd be like, yeah, this isn't for me. Thanks. No, thanks. Yeah. I, I mean, there are historians, there are some really awesome historians on social media who just like mix it up with people and I, I appreciate it so much, I but I just, I think my, I feel anxiety even just saying that sentence out loud. I see it and I cringe and I hide in my soul. Yeah. Within me. It's part of me is like, it's the good fight. And then part of me is like, how do you even do it? Exactly. You know, cheers to you all. You really, you really, you really brought the goods today. Go Twitter story. You really, you really brought the goods. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. 